Hello, Lions, and welcome to episode number four of the Lions Coalition podcast. My name is Bud Waite, and I'm glad you're here. I want to sit and talk to you for just a second. Uh, this is going to be shorter than our usual podcast, but I want to talk because I've got something really important to say here, something that I've been thinking about a lot, and something kind of jumped out at me this week. Um, I was reading uh, through the book of Mark, and one of the things that I found uh, that have really struck home with me, that has really been an important aspect of why I'm doing this, why I have the Facebook group and why I'm putting out all the information, um, is the, the idea that if Jesus came to teach, then we must come to learn. So this comes from the book of Mark, uh, the first chapter of Mark, really. And there's a couple spots here. I'm going to run through a couple of these. Mark 1, 14. Later on, after John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee, where he preached God's good news. And then jump over. Um, Mark 1, 21 and 22. When the Sabbath day came, he went to the synagogues and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teachings, for he taught with real authority. Um, and then again... Mark 1, 38, Jesus replied, we must go on to another town as well that I will preach to them too. That is why I came. So he, he came and he did miracles and, and he began his, his three years of, of being the Jesus stories that we read about and that we hear about. Um, it, it took about three years. And he went around and he went to preach and to teach and to exclaim. And he did all this so that we could learn. And uh, Jesus said, that's good. God said, that's the right thing to do. And uh, print it, put it in a book. We'll call it the Bible. And, um, and so that's what he did. Well, the, the thing that really hit me as I was going through this, because I've heard this before, if Jesus came to teach, then we need to come to learn. I was doing some reading and just a page over to the left from that, the very end of Matthew, we go to the Great Commission. And I'm sure you've all heard the Great Commission. Um, if you're not familiar with it, I'll read it to you there. Uh, it's the very end of Jesus's, he, he has resurrected. Uh, he has been killed. He's hung on the cross. He died. He rose again in three days and he's been resurrected. And he now he's he's hanging out with the disciples for a few days. And one of the things that he talks about at the very end, the very end is the great commission, the great calling, the, the purpose. What are the disciples supposed to do now? Which is, which is an indicator of what are we supposed to do now? Um, Jesus is up in heaven and he left us here. What do we do? What do we do? The great commission. I'll just read this for you. Uh, just this passage here. See if you catch it the first time around, but I'll talk about it for just a second. Matthew 28, 16, the great commission. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is what most people take as the Great Commission. 
He comes, he says, I have all authority, I am God. You know that now. I rose from the dead, should be pretty obvious. I'm God. Go and make disciples of all the nations and baptize them. There is another verse there for those of you that follow along in your Bible that you probably don't have out. But if you pull it out, Matthew 28, I read 16 through 19. There's a final verse. Matthew 28, 20 starts. It says, teach these disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the ends of the age. That very sentence there hit me like a ton of bricks. Teach these new disciples. Jesus came, he set the example, and he showed us, teach. He goes and he teaches. Teach, teach, teach. If he came to teach, if he came to preach, then we need to come to learn. And after you have learned, what are you to do? You're to turn around and you're to teach the next, the new disciples. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Now, let's talk for just a second about about the Bible itself. Uh, The Bible is 66 books. Um, There are 66 books in the Bible, but they are 66 independent books. Um, They are made up of all kinds of things, of of, um, inspired words of God that that are stories. um, They are letters. They are 66 individual stories, real letters, real books, written by real people in real time. And so what we need to take away from that is that that God saw these, put these into action, and he said, that's it, print it, put it in a book, bestseller, Bible. That's what it is. That's what we take. And in 2 Timothy... If you flip over towards the very back of the book, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 tells us all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong. It teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So there is only one real meaning behind any scripture there is only one meaning we don't get to say what does this mean to me there is only one meaning of what a scripture is it was put there for a reason god put it in place for a purpose it was written by somebody to a certain people it was either prescriptive or descriptive, prescriptive, something that we need to do, that we need to emulate, that we need to follow, or descriptive about a time, a place, something real that was happening in that moment. But we don't get to decide what it means to us because the Bible means what it means. There is only one meaning to each passage, and we need to to learn. God is here. He is teaching us through the Bible and through other individuals and through pastors and and leaders and other men around you that he is there to teach you and you need to learn what those meanings are but you don't get to decide what the meaning is of the bible what you do get to decide what you do get to 
learn more about is the application. How does this apply to me? So we get to to look in and see how does this apply to me? We read back in 2 Timothy and it says um, it's useful to teach and it is um, what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. So we can say, God, how does this apply to me? This verse, how can I find something better about my marriage here? How can this apply to my relationships? How does this apply to my work? How does this apply to raising my kids in my situation? God reveals something to me about this. And sometimes he will, and sometimes he won't. Sometimes you're not ready to hear the right answer. But that's what we need to do. We need to go into it understanding that we need to to learn how to apply scripture. But guys, we don't get to decide what it actually means. Um, it, it's, it's like a rock hound. Um, there are guys that, that are very into rocks and they go and they, they, they dig up rocks and they look at them and they want to figure out more about the rock. And, Looking at a rock in different lights can tell you all kinds of different things. If you look at it in natural sunlight, if you look at it in blue light, if you look at it in bright white light, if you look at it under an x-ray, if you look at it under a microscope, it can reveal all kinds of things about the rock. It can reveal things inside the rock. It can reveal all kinds of different things about the rocks themselves. What it doesn't do is add to what the rock is. It doesn't add or put anything into the rock, but instead it reveals what's already in there and what is going on inside that rock or, or around the rock, or it gives you more information. And that's the way we need to approach this. You don't get to add anything to the Bible. You get to have it revealed to you when God is ready to, um, you get to ask it, you know, you get to ask God during this, how, what does this mean? How can I apply it to my life? So that's really what I wanted to talk to you about today, about Jesus coming and teaching. So we need to come to learn. And then the very end of the Great Commission, he turns it around to us and says, you know what? Now it's your time. You now get to go and you now get to do the teaching because guess what? You've seen me do it. You know how to do it. You know where it is. And you know what? Just in case you forgot, in case you're not, your memory is not as good as it once was, I'm going to give you a book. I'm going to give you 66 books. And they're all breathed and inspired by God himself. And they're useful for teaching. And guess what? That's what you need to do now. You need to go teach. Use this book. Use the men around you. Use the people that I've put into your lives in the past. In the present, use those resources that you have to do some teaching. And you know what? When you start teaching, you're going to do some more learning. Seems like it's a cycle that he had set up in the very beginning. It's kind of like God knew what he was doing. Guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, you want to be a part of this more, you want to get more involved, um, 
We are at the Lions Coalition on Facebook. We have a group and we have a page. I am on Instagram at Bud Wait. My name is spelled B-U-D-W-A-I-T-E. You can find us there. Um, we just dropped a shirt from my friends over at uh, 768.com. Uh, go on the Facebook page. Look for the t-shirt. Um, great company. Great guy. Just just helped me uh, us put out a shirt. So go over there and check those out. We have shirts on our Facebook page. You can go find those as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of it. And go out and do some learning. Maybe even do some teaching today. I'll see you next week.